It is Saturday, September 7th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and Scranton Wilkesbury wakes up today back in music, but with a 2-0 series deficit facing them as they return home at PNC Field. The Rail Riders need to win three in a row beginning tonight at home to knock out the Durham Bulls and advance to the Governor's Cup Final. Durham, they got on the board first yesterday, and it was a start made by Michael King, who looked a little rocky early on, but ultimately settled in. Unfortunately, the offense had nothing in terms of run support in back of him. In the second inning, he allowed a walk, and then a couple batters later, a two-run home run for Nathan Lucas, as the Row Riders were one pitch, one out away from escaping a scoreless second inning. Instead, two runs were thrown up on the board. But after the Lucas homer, Rocky Gale singled, and then Jake Cronenworth homered. And so a couple of two-run homers in the second inning gave Durham a nice comfortable lead for nothing to begin things. As mentioned, the Rail Riders didn't put any runs up on the board. The starter, Josh Fleming, for Durham went eight innings on five hits, 108 pitches, and it was a masterful performance by Fleming, mitigating the Rail Riders' offense and giving his team all the chance in the world to pull out a victory at home in Game 2. So we go into the ninth inning, and this has become a common theme for the Rail Riders leading off the inning with a big fly. It's Kyle Higashioka. Higashioka, line drive towards left center field, and this is gone. Solo home run for Kyle Higashioka to lead off the top half of the ninth inning, and Scranton Wilkesbury's back within three. Following that Kyle Higashioka home run, Eric Kratz walked, and then Kosuke Kato grounded out. There was a ground out by Wendell Riho, but after that, Zach Zayner came to the plate. The Durham Bulls and their fans knowing they're one out away, one pitch away from taking a 2-0 series lead. Payoff pitch upcoming. First base is open. That would bring the tying run to the plate. Three balls, two strikes. The pitch home. Zayner, line drive towards left center field. Giving chase. This skips off the wall. Kratz will score. Zayner on with the RBI single. And the Rail Riders still alive. Tying run stepping up here in the top half of the ninth inning. So instead of a 2-0 series lead at the moment, the Rail Riders brought the tying run up, and it was pinch hitter Francisco Arcia. He rolled the ground ball single through the left side for a base hit. That moved Zach Zayner up to second base. And so the go-ahead run came to bat in the form of Billy Burns, but he was retired, and the Rail Riders fell 4-2 last night to the Durham Bulls. Before yesterday's game, Adam Marco had a chance to sit down and chat with the skipper for Durham, Brady Williams, at the helm of the Durham Bulls for the first time this year. And like the Rail Riders, where they had a wild entrance into the postseason with that one-game playoff on Tuesday, wasn't quite as crazy for Durham. But Monday held a lot of excitement, where the Durham Bulls were watching on pins and needles waiting to see the result of the Charlotte-Norfolk game Monday afternoon. Yeah, that, that last day was a string of events that happened in a matter of, you know, probably 30 minutes. You know, you lose the game and you're like, man, our season might be over. Uh, but we did put ourselves in a position to where if Charlotte did lose, we were still going to get in. Um, so we get in the locker room and it's first and third, nobody out, and Charlotte, Charlotte has a chance to take the lead. They ended up getting out of, getting out of the inning with, with a zero, um, and then Norfolk came up, they bunted the guy over. Big a bat by Reinheimer, and he got a, a base hit or an air by the shortstop to win the game. And the clubhouse went crazy. And it was a, uh, you know, for a team to go through what we went through through the course of a season, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Leading the division by six and a half games at one point, and now you're four games back. 
with seven to go to tie it up going into the last two days was pretty special and to get in uh, is a testament to the group some similarities to the rail riders on the other side of the field tying for the division title needing one extra game to get down here to durham this year you've had a couple of guys that we saw back in june that big factors on your team and kian wong who's to go to the big leagues for the first time and jake cronenworth two of the best hitters of the international league this season what did they mean to your offense from a consistency basis yeah i mean they brought it every day they're they're one two in the lineup for most of the season uh they were the table setters for our for our big guys coming up behind them for the nate lowe's the mike brissot's the jake smolinski's who's now in in uh, korea jason coates um Nick Solak, who's now with the Rangers in the big leagues, which I know he came up with the with the, the Yankees. So it's it's great to see those guys move on, but they've been a huge asset to us over the course of the season. Glad to see Key go up. Um, I know Jake, uh, his time will come, but right now he's here and uh, looking forward to watching him play again tonight. No game yesterday because of the effects of the hurricane. Is that a benefit for these guys? You know, you go through the 140-game, 141-game schedule with just a couple of off days. Maybe not ideal with the way the schedule could turn out, but how does that help these clubs, both clubs, take the field tonight? I actually thought it was nice. It was like one of those days you play this intense, you know, a couple of intense games to end the season, and then you play a playoff game um, with everything riding on, you know, that one game, and then you got like a breather day to where kind of just sit back, relax for a second, and get it going again on Friday. Um, I I definitely think it helped um, Scranton a little bit because obviously they, they had that one-game playoff game, uh, but it helped us too. I mean, we're, we're beat up a little bit in the bullpen, and you know, I think an extra day right now could, could help everybody. Talking with Brady Williams, the manager of the Durham Bulls, you had some postseason success, chance to get your club down in Montgomery to the postseason a few times, and now here with Durham, and they breed winning somehow within the Rays organization and at this level, six Governor's Cup champions does that add any pressure, or is it just something that's on the sidebar for these guys? You also have to know that you know, back-to-back Governor's Cup champions, even if the guys weren't here, that probably still speaks volumes that it's a title they want to defend. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it all year. I heard it to be at the beginning of the year. Um, there's a lot of uh, nostalgia here. There's a lot of winning tradition. I think just by mentality and how you attack the day every day, um, your mindset, I think winning kind of takes care of itself. Uh, we breed and, and preach playing good baseball, playing good fundamental baseball, um, and with the right mindset, you know, not getting too high, not, not getting too down. Um, and I think when you do that, I think at the end of the day, you're going to win more games than, than not. We talked about a few of the key guys off your roster. Is there an unsung hero that we didn't mention, somebody that was kind of behind the scenes or up and down that really helped get you back to this point, whether it was on the pitching side of things or a position player? I'd have to say Aaron Sleggers, who's going to start Game Three. He was he was you know had a tough start of the season. Was on the forty man, got taken off the forty man. Uh, when he came back, he was still trying to figure some things out. And then over the course of the last two and a half months, he's he's been our he's been our ace. He's been our stable starter. He's given up seven innings majority of the time. He goes out and pitches, um, and he was a big reason why we had that stretch at the end of the season. Two two key uh, games, pitched seven innings, and both times he did that, we won games. Um, and he's, he's been a, a guy that's been under the radar. The numbers don't say a whole lot, but he's been a big asset to what we've been doing. A big thanks again to Skipper Brady Williams of the Durham Bulls for joining us on the pregame show yesterday. You can catch pregame action tonight with Adam Marco and Joe Vasile beginning at 6.05 on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well with 
First pitch scheduled for 6.35 at PNC Field. Game three of the IL semifinals. The Rail Riders need to win to keep their season alive. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino. G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later on tonight.